Hi, I'm Jim. And I'm David. And this is the Practical Guitarist Podcast. The podcast for people who eat, sleep, and breathe guitar. A few weeks ago, Nicholas Olson was pictured with a 17-string guitar having been conditioned by Jared Dines. Olson was quickly the target of a number of internet critics who immediately jumped all over the guitar as a Chinese forgery. When Jim and I became aware of this, we immediately inquired with Olson regarding our scheduled interview and the surrounding allegations. Olson's initial response was that it had been tar- uh, he was being targeted by people who were not happy with his, his success. When Jared Dines' vlog dropped, it became clear something was definitely amiss. First and foremost, ghost building is some uh, something that has been going on for decades. This is not a new concept. When a builder is overwhelmed with work or has a commission that is particularly challenging or special, luthiers may enlist their peers to assist. In some extreme cases, another luthier may build a guitar on the commission builder's behalf. Slash's famous Appetite for Destruction Les Paul, Tony Iommi's late 70s Ebony SG, and literally hundreds of other guitars are considered ghost-built one-offs, despite actually being forgeries, since the luthiers who produced them were not employed by the guitar companies they were putting on the headstocks. Ghost-building may seem unethical, and maybe it is, but it's more common a practice than many people care to realize. What separates Olson? Simply put, his guitars are being built in China. We're going to discuss Chinese building as the main topic of this mini-podcast, but needless to say, the outrage should not be because Olson had been providing a ghost-built Chinese instrument. Still, it appears to be at least half the source of anger from the community. The real controversy is that a Chinese 17-string guitar costs $400 and gets marked up 200 to 300% when sold in this way. Realistically, every manufacturer does this in some form, albeit most do it uh, do not do it to the extreme of having a guitar built in China and then charging 300 to 400% more for it. Extreme markup happens in retail too. It's a fact of life. The real upset should be at the misrepresentation of what was going to be received. But more on that in a moment. According to Olson, he was commissioning these guitars from another builder who was fraudulently passing Chinese guitars off as his own instruments. Neither Jim nor I have any evidence to suggest this is anything but truth. Logic suggests Olson may have known that they were Chinese, but despite, despite that, there is enough lingering doubt that we, ca- we do not care to weigh in one way or the other on that fact. We do not convict the guilty until there is concrete evidence beyond reasonable doubt. What can be said is as follows. Nicholas Olson is a young man who attempted to enter the gear business as a legitimate builder. When the Jared Dines photo broke the internet, his business grew immediately, receiving many orders on the back of his publicity. When the controversy broke, all that came tumbling down, damaging friendships and personal relationships with many people he had done business with. Olson is now faced with leaving the gear industry to support his family and must now abandon something he enjoyed. Jared Dines, on the other hand, believed he was going to get an expensive custom instrument for a paltry price on the promise that he would shout out to the builder, which might potentially generate some sales. And it looks like that that may have been somewhat effective. Nevertheless, what did Jared Dines expect for $1,000? An insanely viral custom-built guitar? Something here reeks of ignorance on Jared's part. Jared intended to use this in a single video and basically hang it on the wall. He knew he was buying something sketchy at best from the get-go. He may say otherwise, but come on, we all buy instruments. We know that you usually get what you pay for. And at the end of the day, Jared Dine's pride remains the victim in the eyes of many of the internet pundits, despite the fact that the way he handled this mess by going to YouTube and vlogging about it wound up hurting someone's reputation and forcing them to abandon something that they really enjoyed doing. 
Jared, if you ever find this interview, we'd love to get your reaction to Olson's situation. But until we hear from you, we feel that you're being a little one-sided and untruthful about your assumptions. And at the very least, we're trying to take advantage by using your fledgling internet celebrity status. The reality of this debacle is that no one wins. Neither Jared Dines nor Nicholas Olson did anything personal to anyone, and though it is very easy to jump on the you are misled Jared bandwagon, it's clear to us that we should not lose sight of what it did to Nicholas Olson either. Uh, in addition to the statement I have just read, I, I, I want to be clear. Um, I've been in communication with Nicholas Olson for um, basically since this scandal broke, and uh, he actually had had the chance to read this before this went out, um, and he was okay with it. Uh, the one thing he did request that I add to this uh, statement was that um, he actually has gone ahead and processed a refund for the guitar to Jared Dines and went ahead and sent him the instrument. So um, without further ado, I think we can start opening up the discussion on this, Jim. Do you, do you have anything you want to include? Um, no, I think that uh, 100% I agree that there was an expectation on the part of Jared Dines, which I'm not really sure if I can agree with, and that is that um, Jared has uh, opened or had entered into a contract with Olson expecting a 17-string guitar for $1,000. Now, we all know that one-offs are expensive. They're very expensive because... It's not something you're just going to, I mean, yeah, you can program your CNC and you can make some changes, but come on, that thing was as big as a dining room table, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the neck had to be at least a foot wide yeah. and and to be completely honest, um, it's clear that you're not going to get this from any builder. Most builders would turn you down flat and be like, I'm not building this. This is crazy. Exactly. And I think that what we also have here, um, that would be like, um, I mean, not not 100%, but very close to if um, for $1,000, Cheap Tricks, uh, Rick Nielsen had expected his five-neck hammer to be $1,000. I mean, come on. We, yeah. We've all got to have, even back then, we've got all got to have a relative uh, realistic expectation, and I don't think that that was realistic, even based on the fact that, yes, he was going to shout out, and yes, he was going to provide um, a... Uh, a little bit of celebrity to the guitar. The thing that I think we forget is, yeah, in the short term, uh, Mr. Olson would receive a few orders, but these were going to be one-off orders too. These were going to be people that were like, ooh, look what you did. Let me get one, and that would be it. So yeah. I don't know. What do yeah. you think? Well, uh, first off, yeah, I think you're right. I think there was – there were, and, and Olson indicated to us that there was a, a boom in sales initially, and then as soon as the uh, uh, controversy broke – it was like these people all just disappeared. Nobody wanted to, to order anything from everybody canceled. Um, his initial reaction to us was more or less, um, you know, this is, this is uh, fraudulent and basically he's being call, called out. Um, but he came, he became very um, open and honest with us as things got further along and as the Jared Dines video broke and, and all that. Um, what I will say is this, uh, since we were going to talk about Chinese guitars a little bit in this thing, it, this is definitely evidence that if you want something, you can get it out of China. Uh, I was shocked to see that they were building custom instruments that are like 17 strings and stuff like that. I mean, I know that they do the chips and stuff. Um, what I have typically seen from them has been lower quality versions of American guitars. 
But, I mean, that's a 17-string instrument. It don't get any more custom than that. So no. if you want something and you don't want to pay American prices, you can probably get it out of China. Exactly. And I, I just want to say that <clears throat> we, all, we all have that. Um, and let's talk a little bit about what you just mentioned, and that is the, uh, the, the whole Chinese controversy, the uh, Chinese guitar uh, phenomenon. Um, I, I have one thing that I have as far as a problem with the Chinese guitar thing, and that is this. If you're going to buy a guitar from China and say, I like this just as good or better than X company, then put a name on it that's not theirs. That's all. I mean, that's like saying, I like a car that's just as good as a, as a Corvette. Yeah, but you're driving around in a car that looks like a Corvette with the Corvette name on it. You know, right. it, it's not a Corvette. Or a yeah. band that says that they're just as good as ACDC, but you're not yeah. ACDC, but you've got their name on your stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, uh, you know, um, that leads me down a different path, but... I was just thinking about like uh, I don't know if you ever watch the show Top Gear, but they're always showing kit cars on there that are like, like a Pontiac Fiero that's dressed out like a like a Ferrari. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's like the only similarity here is their mid engine, you know. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but yeah, uh, with regards to you know the the ACDC band like claiming they're as good as ACDC or whatever. Uh, well, think about it. Like that's even going on to the point where professional acts have hired like stand-ins. Uh, the case that comes to mind immediately for me is a foreigner, yep. which is basically like none of the original members now. Uh, it's 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 essentially a franchise. <laughs> it is, but it's sanctioned by the LLC um, or the oh, corporation. I know. But but that's like that's like you know the officially endorsed cover band. Basically, that's right. essentially what it is. But then okay, so that goes right to your statement, and that is that um, uh, during during your thing, and that is that uh, if the guitar was endorsed by Olsen, or I mean not endorsed, but commissioned by Olsen, and he was selling it as his, but it was ghost built. Who cares where it comes from, right? He never said um, to Jared Dines that, you know, he was going to do every bit of the legwork. Now, yeah, and, and I, I, I know I there's some lines here, too, but. but... <laughs> well, like... no, what I was going to say was that, uh, so. With with this guitar, right? This seventeen string guitar. Jared never saw it. Okay, right. He never took receipt of the thing, so we don't even know what quality level this thing is. Right. Like, he might, have got he it might get thought, it and be like, "This is insane." Right. He might get it and go, "Wow, this thing is nice." I'm glad he asked me to do this. And guess what? He had a, he had a thousand dollars, and yeah, the thing cost probably five hundred dollars or whatever after um, four or five hundred dollars. So what? So. This guy did all the legwork for you. He was a he was an executive assistant, and and did all the legwork so that you could continue your podcast. You could, I mean, your um uh, YouTube channel. You could continue doing yeah. what you do, and he went and did all your work for you. That's really not a lot of money. It's five hundred dollars or six hundred dollars for the work that he did, which is just to track the thing. Sure, sure. Some of us would say, "Well, that's easy. I could have done that." But then again, it's also easy to book flights, but executives pay people every day to right. do that for them. Well, I was thinking under the line of like, you know, so so obviously Nicholas also is now backing out of the industry. 
um, to take care of his family and stuff because of what's happened. He obviously has no credibility in the community whatsoever. Right. Um, it, it's rather interesting to me that, you know, we don't look at this as a brokerage situation. You know, right. it, 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 when you work in an industry like like a manufacturing industry, I, I have experience in manufacturing in the past. Um, you typically work with a brokerage between you and the foreign country that's going to be producing the goods right. um, in the factories and so forth. Um, that, there are reasons for that. Obviously, number one is language barrier, uh, customs. There are all these different things that go on in that situation that make it a little bit more difficult to manage than you would normally anticipate. Um, in this case, I mean, I don't know if the word ghost building really applies. It's a similar concept, but I think it's more or less a brokerage in the sense that he's going to a particular – probably a particular individual that he deals with over there. Because my understanding is that a lot of these guys are actually the factories that build guitars for like Squire and stuff like that right. at night. Right. Like at night they turn over and they're like, now we're going to do all the fake guitars. You know, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but it, it's probably some of the still, sa same craftsmen um, because obviously they're looking for a way to make money. And it's right. China and it's difficult. Um, and they certainly aren't making it from Epiphone and Samick and all the other builders either. Well, I hear, you know, I don't necessarily have anything against buying a Chinese guitar per se. Um, I think there's something against the idea of comparing it to one you'd buy off the shelf here. Um, again, I haven't had my hands on too many Chinese guitars. But that being said, um, what is it? I mean, it's a piece of wood. It's got some pickups in it. I mean, you can make a functional guitar pretty easily. Exactly. Um, so to, from that perspective, yes, yeah, so I, they have their place in the market, but I really wish that they would start doing like what Joyo and stuff has done and start producing some actual brands that are done here rather than seeking licensing contracts. I think one of the things about doing the brand thing and the, and the, the reason I think that they're doing it smartly is that if they're doing a brand, now they have to worry about, okay, now i got to put some on the shelves. I've got to have stuff out there. And there's marketing and overhead you, and all that. Right. Well, if you've got Alibaba or whatever it is, I've, there's um, I know that's yeah, one of them. A dozen of them. And um, they they come and go nightly. Uh, the fact is that um, when they do this stuff, um, they don't have to worry about putting a guitar or ten guitars or a hundred guitars. We were we were talking about that, um, and and we can start talking about industry in in a minute. But so. Um, when it comes from manufacturing, I have to have a certain amount of stuff that's pre-manufactured that's not paid for. What these right. people are literally doing is what we all talked about when the internet first broke in the 90s, um, huge, and that is um, just-in-time ordering. I want a guitar. Right. I want it to look like this. Can you build it for me? Yes, I can. What would you like in it? I'd like these pickups. I'd like these um, tuners. I'd like this bridge. I'd like this. Personally, I think it's a fantastic thing. The only thing I ever have a problem with is the people putting the Gibson or Fender or whatever logo on it. Don't put their logo on it. Put your own name on it. Put whatever. You shouldn't be worried about resale price at this point because it's a $250 guitar. Get what you get. They do have certain quality. Um, and from what I've seen online, of course, you know, only the good ones are going to wind up there. Nobody's going right, to put, right. put a bunch of crappy ones up there. So... Um, they're getting some quality instruments, and so be proud of it. I'd put I'd put Woody right across the top of it because that's my nickname, you know. And uh, 
then I'd have, um, you know, it, it would be my guitar and it would, it would be something that had my name on it. And if I ever wanted to get rid of it, it's not a fake of somebody else's. Even if it had the shape, it would have my name on it. And ergo, I would never be saying, oh, yeah, this is mine. Right, right. Um, I, you know, and again, I, I don't have, like I said, if you want to buy your guitars from China, Korea, India, right. uh, Mars. I mean, yeah. it's just a country of origin. And as we all know, at this point, we have to know China doesn't necessarily mean bad quality. China Absolutely. just means cheap. Right. Okay. Um, and that's that's the, the main thing that I think we can take away from this. So as far as Jared Dines being concerned that he's getting a crappy guitar based on his uh, vlog video from the other night, right. um, I, I think that's kind of moot at this point. I mean, you don't know. You didn't receive it yet. Right. Um, so it'll be interesting because I know he put a call out for another builder. It'll be interesting to see if he actually uses Jared Dines in the video. You know, and that's that's another thing. So he put a call out to another builder. He said that he's getting one done in X period of time, which is a few weeks. I'd love a builder to chime in on our comment section and say, oh, yeah, I could build a 17-string guitar one-off, or I would even, that they'd be willing to. Um, and then, I'd love to see the finish on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's going to be hand-oiled. You watch. <laughs> oh my god and then somebody's gonna come in see i wouldn't want to do that because i'm one-offing it for a relatively inexpensive price in a short period of time you know who knows what this thing is going to look like and and i'm expected to hand this over and then that's going to be um the guitar that winds up on guitar world and guitar player if they you know if they tweet this thing again good lord and that's you know the whole thing was it wasn't really Jared Dines, and that's this is the thing that that um, I was going to point that out too. It was yeah. not Jared Dines that made this thing famous. It was the fact that it was gigantic that makes it famous. All yeah, right? Well, it was, and it was picked up by the major publications, and they right. and they put it on their websites and tweeted it out. That's right. So that was a that's a big component of this. I don't think Jared Dines wanted to make that big a deal out of it, at least until the video came out. Right. And then, of course, Nicholas Olson is trapped behind this camera picture that surfaced on the internet because he put it on his Instagram. Right. I don't think he necessarily intended it for it to go viral. Right. It was more like, look at what I did. Yep. And the people who did follow him were like, Hey, we're going to reshare this. And it ended up getting into, you know, guitar world's lap and stuff. Um, that being said, it's not clear whether that was an intended circumstance of him right. putting the picture up or whether that, cause you know, a lot of builders do want to remain small. Right. Uh, that was one of the questions I wanted to talk to to uh, Nicholas Olson about, but um, fortunately, he he basically decided it at, at late in the game that he didn't want to do the interview because of the negative uh, reaction of the press. Anyway, right. I'm sure he's a guitar player as well, so I'm sure he will continue to play. Uh, it's going to be really weird when he goes into a club and somebody goes, "Hey, you're that guy that built that 17 string knockoff," you know. I actually think in five years there's going to be a little comedy behind it, and he'll have his own celebrity behind it. I honestly think that. And he may, he may, and, and he may have his own company because of it. I think it would be really sharp at this point to partner with somebody who's buying guitars in China and become a spokesperson for him. Absolutely, and I think that that's exactly where I was going to go. I think that there's a lot of people who own um, Chinese-built guitars that are one-offs from uh, websites like that, and guess what? They love them. They absolutely love them. 
Yeah. So, I mean, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Obviously, I don't have any Chinese guitars. I don't think Jim or I are chomping at the bit to get one. Um, but, you know, I, I certainly I can see people being like, yeah, I want a full feature guitar for like 300 bucks. Right. Well, I know that, you know, so we talk about like like I said, we talk about um, companies and putting stuff out there. Would, you know, these Chinese manufacturers be willing to have their own brand? I think one of the things is there is branding. There's, you know, there's a whole bunch of legal stuff behind it. You could get somebody like Wampler or or even um, uh, Pelican Noise Works or somebody like that to talk to us about that. But the fact of the matter is, so I, I worked in manufacturing, was IT guy for manufacturing, and and we had branding and we had lawyers and, you know, you got to pay these people. you got to pay them a retainer even if you don't use them. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so there's a lot of back fees, and I'm just talking about one back fee. I'm yeah, not and that's talk- not to mention the fact that they would have to pay for engineering because they would essentially be making their own designs at that point. Absolutely. And so that's another big cost that we're not factoring in here. No. And, and so there's a, there's a lot of stuff, like you said, yeah, with the engineering, because now, all right, now I got to make my own thing. Now I got to make my own headstock and, and I don't want to do that. We're, we're fine ripping off somebody else's headstock because <clears throat> let's face it over there. They don't care. Um, and a lot of people don't care over here either, truthfully. Um, but it, um, <clears throat> it would be interesting to know, like, Let's say I was a manufacturer of an, of an item and I wanted to uh, put it out to the, you know, to the masses. I can still sell via these websites, but eventually demand is going to become high enough. I'm going to have to have some stock. I'm going to have to have some, you know, we don't know what Dealer the demand and all that. Right. We don't know what the real demand is on on Chibsons. That might that might fluctuate you know, as, as big as your um, electric builder in a year, you know, it's, it's a big, a big possibility. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised to find that that is true at all. We also already know that the gear, like the gear world does fluctuate throughout the year. Yep. Like February is, is the big boom because everybody gets their Christmas money and decides they're going to go spend it, yep. you know, end of January, early February. So yeah, I've got some Christmas money, Christmas money right now. Um, <laughs> Speaking of, I'm looking at buying a pedal. So, and there's so many good things out there right now. You know, I'm looking at buying an, another overdrive pedal um, because I want to get something that that is a little more high end. Because I do want to be picky about it. You know, <clears throat> I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to go in the middle and then okay, I'm going to sell that. But I don't want to sell that. But I don't. So I'm I'm kind of right. trying to start out at the at the the. I don't know if it's the low end of the top or the medium end of the top, but. I'm looking at, you know, the Strymon Sunset. I'm looking at... You're in the, the medium end, man. Let yeah. me tell you. I know, right? $650 overdrive pedals. Oh. And let's not talk <laughs> about that. But uh. there are $650 overdrive pedals, of which I might own one. Yeah. And, and uh, so <laughs> I'm looking at getting one, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm going to use it all the time. So, and of course, I got to buy the favorite switch. So you're, you know, like 300, 300 bucks here, 300 and something yeah, dollars here. a lot of money on a dirt pedal. It is. And then... Um, so, uh, so I'm kind of, you know, I've got the Lagrange in mind. I've got the uh, the new Paisley Deluxe from uh, uh, Wampler in mind, yeah. and I've got uh, none of these are Chinese, though. Let's be clear. <laughs> no, I know Str- um, the um, the Strymon, like I said, Sunset. There was one other one that I looked at. Um, oh, you know what? You know what? Since we are talking about this, let, let me let me interject for a minute. Yeah, we're talking about Chinese stuff. You know. Yeah, the pedal itself doesn't come from China, but you know some of the components do, and it, it's possible the boards might. 
That's right. You know, in any, in any of these devices. And so I think a lot of people kind of thumb their nose like, I don't want to spend money on Chinese goods. But the reality is even if you buy something here in the United States, chances are it, parts of it came from China or the people who built it are buying Chinese goods at Walmart. Absolutely. So – just remember that your money doesn't stay where you think it does. It never does. Well, you know, that's like you can walk up to any Harley Davidson motorcycle and you can find made in Japan. Uh, yeah. Well, going going right back to, you know, even if they deposit that money in the bank and they're like, devout, I'm going to buy made in the USA, the bank is going to invest it in China, Yeah. you know, or, I mean, or some <laughs> holding company that's investing in China. Absolutely. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So. We were going to do this as a mini-sode, correct? Yeah, so we're, we're okay. pushing 24 minutes. We'll go five more minutes. and. All right, we'll give, the, we'll give them what they want for five more minutes. That's right, because we, we do want to give people their money's worth. I mean, look at yeah. how much people pay to listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And so let's, let's do, for five, the last five minutes, let's talk about one more thing, and that is, so folks, we'd love you to chime in. We want you to get onto the Practical Guitarist uh, Facebook page. You can look it up as the uh, Practical it's the well, practical you, we have guitarist a page in, we have podcast. A page in the group. We have a page in the group. That's Go right. for the group. <laughs> That's right. Go to the group, not the page. Sorry. And uh, it is the practical guitarist podcast. If you find the practical guitarist, you find a group that's actually got one guy in it. I, I feel sorry for the guy because he got one guy in this. Actually, join his group too. Yeah, well, we at should. Least at least he'll feel better. We should all join his group and ask him why he's not doing more posts. <laughs> this poor guy he actually he, he wants to do some good stuff but it's obvious he has no friends um i have no friends either so yeah, it's cool yeah i have zero yeah. I, I i make less every day <laughs> I, go, <laughs> I go down from the i started at three and i'm down to if none. only the audience knew <laughs> but um no seriously though uh we've got some upcoming um interviews um and uh, we're doing, you know, we're doing hard work on it. I don't want to put any names out there until we uh, put these in, in stone. But uh, they're good ones. Um, we're going to continue drinking our Death Wish coffee, too. That's right. Death Wish coffee um, and keeping ourselves awake. It powers the show. It does. And I've got K-Cups coming, so we'll see what that oh, does excellent. for me. Oh, I really wanted K-Cups, so I said, ah, i got to get some Death Wish K-Cups. And i got, I got to get a cup so that I can hold it up even though nobody can see our video um but anyway if you you know get on our um group and and weigh in just say hey you know um this is what i think and it's okay no the thing about opinions is that there's no wrong opinion there's no such thing you can't have a wrong answer you can't have a wrong opinion a smelly one that's right but but you know we're not going to allow people to get on, um, you know, your, your things and go, oh, your yeah. opinion is uh, terrible. You know, you can be like Joe Bonamassa and say, hey, guitars suck and pedals are terrible and it's OK. Well, you know, it's OK because that's your opinion. So what? So what's you like your opinion, man? I know. It's like, what is it with with people and opinions these days? Because it's almost like, hey, you know what? You can't you don't have the right to have an opinion. You, you can't like guitars that are not offset or I'm sorry, but if you don't like this person singing, you're a bad person. Why are you a bad person? You just don't like their singing. You know, some people don't like Getty Lee, but they obviously sold five or six albums. I did hear that they might've sold five or six albums and got into something called the, you know, the rock and roll hall of fame finally. 
I mean, but yeah. <laughs> so did Madonna. So there's not much to be said. <laughs> but, you know, I saw Madonna and Fallon the other night. She was on there with her fake, fake British accent and everything. And I go, oh, my God. Really? And she's touting um, facial creams and stuff. But that's wow. way off topic. Point is, just like just like when you've got a, <laughs> I've got an opinion about that. Um, you know, you have you should get on there and give us your opinion. Talk about it. Let's get a let's get a conversation going, <clears throat> and without being um, uh, super negative and without being insulting, get on there and and have a conversation about. Hey, I think these things. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll participate. Yeah, I'm in there. So anyway, thanks a lot for um, tuning in today for our special. Uh, we're going to be doing this. Uh, I'll be mixing this tonight, so it'll be live on Monday. So cool. uh, that'll be November 6th. So Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, so it'll be on November 6th. I may actually get it on at midnight, get it up there. I want to get it while, while these conversations are hot. Cool. Although you cannot turn on Facebook right now without hearing about Joe Matamasa and the way he said pedals. Oh, maybe we should do a second mini sewing on that. And with that said, we're going to get right to that. I'm Jim. And I'm David. And we are going to thank you very much for tuning in. Look for the other one, too. <laughs>